This episode was brought to you by Autograph Events, our sponsor. Thank you for joining the Crody Files. I'm Craig Bryson. And I'm Jody Mears. And together we're the Crody, Crody Files. Files. Episode 3, How to Ace a Job Interview. Listen to the end to hear from our exclusive contributor, Steve Hudson, global tech recruiter, who will give us his top tips for acing a job interview. Finally, stay tuned to the end where we will share our tips, discuss common experiences, that I'm sure all of us have shared in the interview process. Yeah, and in today's episode, we are going to discuss job interviews. How to prepare, what to expect, and we will share our experiences on interviewing. Oh my goodness, how many have uh, you been on, do you think, in your lifetime? I think about, uh, oh. about 50. I'd how love many, to know. How many interviews have you had? Or do you think, how many interviews do you think you've had in <laughs> your lifetime? Yeah. And then why are we not experts <laughs> by now? <laughs> Don't you think? Why are we not experts? I, Why do we worry about interviews when we've been doing interviews all of our life, all of our working lives, I should say? I think we get into our mind too much. We actually overthink it instead of mm. being ourselves. We're trying to put ourselves in that person's shoes, trying to impress them to get the job. I think what I've started learning now is that I'm just going to be myself. You know, this is who I am. These are my skills. Are you going to hire me? Right. What about you? I would say if I'm advising anyone now on prepping for an interview, I would, even for myself actually, try and step out of it and be that third person. So if it's you who's going to an interview and you want help, try and step out of yourself and think, well, how would I advise my best friend yeah. or you know, my daughter or my son to act or how to conduct their interview? So First of all, I mean, we've got to start at the beginning. You need to get a good night's sleep. A very good night's It's going to be difficult. I mean, you're going to be overthinking it, as we all do. You're going to be excited. You're going to be nervous. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Drink water. (laughs) Stay be able to get your good night's sleep. But maybe not too much before the interview. You don't want to be running to the bathroom every two seconds. Excuse me, can I go to the bathroom? (laughs) Preparation. I think that's the number one thing that gets overlooked when interviewing. For me... I've been on both sides. I've interviewed and I've obviously done a lot of interviews. I've been interviewed myself. Preparation. You know instantly whether a person applied for this role like two, three weeks, two, three months ago has completely forgotten or hasn't done any research at all about the company, about the role, has given zero thought to the role. It's evident. Yeah. You cannot these days with the amount of competition there is out there. You can't wing it. You can't wing it. Please do research and preparation. And it's not that hard. I mean, you don't have to get the numbers and the employees just to have the basics understanding of what the company's about. What do they do? Yeah. You know, you know read the strap lines on their website. Yeah. Read. Or go to Glassdoor. There's a lot of stuff on there. Read other people's reviews. And, you know, and, and that also gives you an understanding of what they're like. Right. 
which leads me on to saying an interview is two ways. Yes. You know, you're not begging for the role. Make sure it's a good fit for you. Also, you feel comfortable in the environment. You get a feel for the culture, maybe. Yes. If you're an intuitive person, I definitely am. I, I can read the yeah. room really quickly. Yeah. I don't know about you. You <laughs> I, probably can yeah, too, yeah. can't you? Yeah. Yeah. I can instantly think, no, this is not, not the for place me. for me. <laughs> so, yeah, bear that in mind. It's a two way street when it comes to interviewing. Do the preparation. Don't overthink it. It's not an exam. Um, a lot of the questions you would have prepared for are really unlikely to come up, but yeah. it's good to have that background knowledge. Yeah, I find that the interviewer always tends to uh, give a scenario of how, and what they're trying to do is find out how you would have dealt with the situation, like a difficult exec or a difficult client. And even if it's your first job and you just left school and the only job you've done is bar work or waiter, you've had difficult, complicated customers. So put the scenario of that question, I understand the question, and then just say, this is how I resolve the situation and the clients end up being happy. And that's right. all they want to hear from you, a little bit exactly. more about yourself. And, you know, it's okay to expand on the truth a little yeah. bit. I mean, weave it into your storytelling and you can be totally upfront and say, do you know what? I've never been put in that position at all in my working career. However, thinking on my feet, if that happened to me right now, and with most situations, yeah. you do have to think very quickly, quickly in yeah. the moment. So my answer would be, in that moment, if that happened to me right now, this is how I would deal with it. And then go through some really calm, logical steps of how you would overcome that issue that they've just described to you. Yeah. But that's kind of an old hat question now, don't it you is. think? It's getting it a little is. bit tiresome of, imagine you're in a, a room full of people and, you know, the building catches on fire and whatever the extreme nonsense question is, it's getting very tiresome hearing these same questions over and over again. Another one, pet peeve, what are your strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> well, I sometimes don't understand that because I don't know my weaknesses until somebody has said, oh, Craig, you know, you can better yourself on this. Unless somebody has told you and or you mm. feel like, well, I'm not really good at spelling. Then you know, okay, well, my strengths are I can do PowerPoints. I don't think there's such thing as a weakness. Every weakness can be turned into a strength. I Your agree. weakness is my strength. That's, and vice versa. And vice versa. <laughs> there is never a weakness that can debilitate you that much in your role. You might have um, an area of the role where you're not so great at it but a weakness is an opportunity yeah to learn and improve on that yeah it's really difficult to answer those questions i wish recruiters would come up with some new ones these days don't you instead of going to the office we have telephone interviews now and zoom interviews and it's sometimes complex because you you can't read the room because it's a screen and the person's sitting there looking at you and how do you feel about that the Zoom or telephone? With the, yeah, I've had experience with, with both. Not a telephone interview, though. I've had a telephone, yeah. 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 I just want to elaborate more. Um, as you don't have eye contact, you can't read the room, make sure that you concentrate on what the interviewer is saying. Don't have any distractions in front of you. Make sure you're in a quiet area. 
and write down the questions as they are. So then it gives you time, remember, to breathe. And when you breathe, you'll be able to uh, assess the question in your mind and then be able to give it a good answer. Zooms, um, Teams, whatever, um, online platform, by the way, anything goes. I think initially you need enough notice that it's going to be an online interview. Make sure you've downloaded the software. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be late for your interview. Oh, my goodness. There's nothing worse than, yeah, I got the calendar invite. Yeah, I got the link. And then you only click on that link one minute before the interview starts. And, and the then, software is downloading. Oh, my days. <laughs> We can't get on. The, the link isn't working. Wi-Fi is not working. The Wi-Fi. <laughs> so in my last job search, it took a little bit of time, actually. I did have quite a lot of online interviews. Um, I would say I got better with each one, like with anything, with practice. Yeah. With each one, I got better. I got more relaxed. I got more comfortable. Just make sure you're in a good setting. The of, uh, Well, I think they're obvious, you know, make sure you're in a quiet setting. Yes. You're properly set up. Your backgrounds. Phone switched off. Background. Notifications on your computer are gone off. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Background neat and tidy. Don't let the um, interviewer start peering in the background and, and working out what kind of environment you're in and yeah. whether you're an untidy person or looking at your personal pictures in the background. But you can put a screen sort of uh, change yes, your background. or blur your background. Blur your Just background. think yeah. of absolutely everything with a critical eye when you're setting up for a online interview. Um, it does get better with time. So allow yourself time, really, to get better and think, oh, that one went awful. But you know what? The next one, I'm going to smash it. You might find your self-critical thinking has led you to land the job. Yeah. They might have thought it went really well. So don't Thank overthink you. it. But because <laughs> I overthink all the time. Prepare the tech prep. Yeah. For sure. Um, allow yourself time. You are going to fail, but that's okay. It's a stepping stone. You learn from your mistakes. Absolutely. Also, have a couple of questions to ask the interviewer because it's not. It's not all you that's getting all the questions. And they go, oh, do you have any questions? You go, oh, no, nothing. That gives the interviewers like, well, I, I'm, I want to have a little bit more. About, I'm expecting I something. I was expecting questions. But don't go, oh, how much is this job? Oh, you know, no. don't. You will work that out separately mm -hmm. with HR, with the contracts and all that. But don't ask that in the beginning because the person interviewing you is not the person that's going to give you the salary. It's like the, the finance and, you know, whoever in the background is going to work out what the salary is. And they normally say adjusting your skills, you know, uh, according to your skills. Right. So when is, I mean, salary is the main reason that you apply for the job. It, it is a big driving factor in the whole job application process. You obviously need to be earning what you're worth and what you're expected to do it needs to reflect that salary. I've been there. I've done that. I've opened my mouth way too quickly. Um, so I've definitely learned from that. It's not a mistake. It depends who you're in front of. Um, it would really help in that situation that you know the salary up front, that the company interviewing you was transparent enough to display the salary. Yeah. This has been a whole thing on LinkedIn not too long ago on whether recruiters should be displaying salary bandings on their job adverts and reasons why they don't um, can reflect a whole multitude of conversation starters. Yeah. You know, are, are we being secretive? Are we just trying to get 
someone that fits the role perfectly for as little salary as possible. This is a whole another chat. chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to hear from recruiters as well um, on, on the why. Why do you do that? And do you yeah. know this is really irritating? It's, a, it's very old fashioned, isn't it? It's old fashioned. We and it could sometimes be a total waste of time for yeah. both of you. If you don't know up front, when you go into that interview in person or online, how much the role is paying you, yeah. roughly, it might be yeah. a banding. Yeah. That is vital. Sometimes the years of experience that they're requesting might give you an indication of the salary level. Yeah. So, for example, you might see some of the things that are a, a must are a minimum of two to three years experience. To me, that suggests that it's quite a low to average salary. Yeah. I would hope so, but... Yeah. You know, again, there's but also depending on whereabouts is it. You know, is it north or south of the UK? If it's in a different country, so it also depends, doesn't it? Of local geographical, geographical. earnings, yeah. of course, yeah. But try and get an understanding. Maybe even reach out to the recruiter before you even go into the interview. Yeah. Say, look, I need to understand if this is financially suitable for me. Yeah. Try and ask your your prep questions before you even get to that point. I would yeah. say. Bring a copy of your CV. Yeah. I've had one time. If when, you're in person. Yeah. If you're in person, I've had one time. I've emailed the CV and you get there and it's like, oh, I've got to print out a CV. And you go, oh, I've got a copy for it. Boom. Uh, there boom. you go. Oh, Organization. Like a, tick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Credit Files is brought to you by Autograph Events. Autograph Events are the experts in providing a complete event management solution. What do they offer? Free global venue finding through to full on-site event management, executive away days, retreats, team building and off-site meetings. Great. How will they help administrative assistance? They offer that extra pair of hands, a bit like the assistant's assistant. They understand how we like to work, which is the best part. So next time you have any event to arrange, big or small, email events at autograph-events.co.uk quoting Crody Files 2023 for a brochure and to find out how they can help you. Plus, they have a very special personal reward for all of our listeners. This is a, a taboo subject for some people, not for me. As you know, I love LinkedIn. Um, make sure it's updated. Yes, because they're going to check. They will. Check someone in that recruitment team will do some background research on you. Update your LinkedIn. LinkedIn, that's another whole thing. Uh, yeah. It's not just there to showcase your CV and, you know, an online CV. It can be a really good showcase of you, how you interact with people in your industry um, it can be a good way to display your knowledge, your knowledge sharing, as we do. Yep. Your skills, your attributes. Yeah. And almost like a personal record of displaying what you've done in terms of continuous professional development. Update it. Don't Updated. think that they're not going to look. They, they will, will look. They will even look at Facebook as well. Updated photo. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You don't want no catfishing going on here. No. Try and update your photo. Keep it yeah, professional. Very professional. Um, it's really important. You might think, oh, no, it's just another thing I've got to do. But having a professional headshot, it doesn't have to be with a blank corporate 
black, white, grey backdrop. Not, but not with a cocktail in your hand. No, you know? <laughs> not one of those high-level selfies pointing yeah. down with, you know, those smouldering eyes. I mean, I'm not saying that it's, it's wrong, but your profile on LinkedIn is your professional profile. Try and give the viewers of your profile a snapshot of you as a person in your professional setting. Yeah. I would discourage blurring the lines of the use of LinkedIn of your professional and personal. Yeah. I think you can save your personal for other platforms, other platforms like Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. That's me personally. That's my personal opinion. Um, so update your LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn has a feature that you can export to PDF. Have you yes. ever done that? Yes, I've done it. Yeah, quite a few times. It's very helpful because uh, a lot of times you're working with sort of people who have updated their CV for like 25 years because now they're moving on. And it's like, it's what template do you use? All that. But all you got to do is LinkedIn, push that, you know, PDF and it downloads and it's all done sort of in a nice Love format, photo there, everything's done. And it's all to the point. And then you can adapt it, of yeah. course. I mean, tailoring your CV to the role that you're applying for is also very key. Yeah. Really look over your CV. Does it read well? Is it too long, too short? Is it applicable for the industry you're going into? Is it really applicable yeah. to the role? We don't really need to know about waitressing and maybe, I don't know, retail yeah. experience when you're applying for an administrative role however you can pick out the aspects and the skills in those roles that you used to have and make them more applicable to the role that you're applying for yeah. by all means definitely yeah prepare your cv update your linkedin and um yeah be prepared in person we were going to discuss outfits yeah. And appearance yeah. is a tricky one. Well, I think it depends. I mean, if you like, if you're going to go to Google or if you're going to be interviewing in an investment bank, there are different criteria that you could use. For example, if you're going to a big global tech company, um, I would wear a smart jeans, uh, smart trainers, smart shirt, perhaps a blazer. And for an investment bank, uh, probably a suit, tie, polished shoes for the ladies, hair tied back, wearing a nice dress. I mean, did you have uh, something about you went to an interview? Mm. Oh, I've been to many. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to so many. I think what I've learned with, you know, how to turn up to an interview, my top tips would be, again, try and do your own background research into the, the style and the culture, the location of the offices. That usually gives a lot of way of how people turn up to work. Not saying match that, by all means, you must be yourself and you must be comfortable. You must show yourself as you are. Just come, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say come as you are, like yeah. in terms of just go with whatever you're wearing at yeah. nine o'clock in the morning. Let your personality shine through. Yeah, but be wary of what you're wearing. Try and feel as comfortably confident as yeah. you can in what you're wearing. It needs to be comfortable in, in the fact that the shirt's not too tight or your tie is not done up too tight. Or yeah. Even if the tie is really necessary, that kind of thing. But just pay attention. I don't think there's any hard and fast rules of back in the day, you should wear a three-piece suit or come with your pencil skirt. I think we're far from that. Yeah. But just be mindful of your appearance. Presentable. Yeah. Just feel good. So what are our points to take away? Top tips for this episode. Yeah. 
Oh, there's so many. For me, research, preparation and research. Research the company that you are going for an interview with. Remember, it's a two-way street. You're interviewing them in your mind and your feelings that you come away with says a lot about how you feel about the company. Yeah. Make sure you have backup. If it's in person, make sure you have that backup CV in your possession just in case they don't have it to hand. On the video conferencing platform, maybe do a test. Ask them if you can do a test before you do the interview. That's a good so make tip. sure that everything's all, you know, connected and working well. Test the link. Yep. <laughs> make sure you know, even if you're not familiar with, say, Teams, you uh, don't have that excuse of, oh, well, we usually only work with, with Zoom. With Zoom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No Try not to Give excuses, use excuses yeah. as to why something went wrong. Be open. Be honest. Be yourself. Um, preparation. Good night's sleep. Good night's sleep. Drink water. Don't drink coffee just before the interview because I think caffeine tends to, on some people, well, it does for me. I start sort of talking fast and start sort of getting That's sort of my only vice. Yeah. I need my oh, coffee. I need your coffee. <laughs> I need my coffee. But I get what you're saying. If yeah. you're not used to drinking no. coffee, yeah. maybe don't start before an interview. <laughs> that might be a, a complete uh uh-uh. Absolutely. So, yeah, we can go on and on and on. on. Yeah. As we said, we want to hear from you. How many interviews do you think you have been on in your career lifetime? And why are we not smashing them every single time? Yes. What do you love? What do you not love so much about the current recruitment and job description processes? What are your bugbears with that? How can, you know, how can we try and get our bugbears out there? Or understand why recruiters and companies ask certain questions. Yeah. Because the amount of interviews we all go on in our working careers, we should be able to handle them with ease by now. I think so. And remember to tell your stories relevantly. Yeah. Think on your feet. Confidence. Confidence. Just be relaxed as much as you can. Yeah. And there's always another interview that you can line up for. One door closes and a window opens. Yeah. (laughs) You're only another conversation away from change. We love that, don't we? I'm really excited to introduce to you our next exclusive contributor, Steve Hudson, founder of Superstars, a disruptor and innovator in recruitment. With over 20 years of experience in digital and tech with recruitment and talent attraction, Stephen has met over 12,500 amazing talents and assisted hundreds of clients globally in filling challenging roles. Hi, Crody. It's Stevie Hudson from Superstars here. Thanks so much for the opportunity to give some advice on how to ace your interview. I'm super happy to help, and I'm so lucky because I've interviewed over 12,500 talents and helped them get their jobs. So I think I can help you on this one. The first tip to remember is when you're having your interview, Remember, it's all about a connection. So remember to think of it as more of an energy interview than a first or a second or third interview. If you think it's an energy interview, then it allows you to ask the questions that you want to know to make you happy in your next job and also make you more relaxed and show more of your true self when you're talking to your future employer. The second tip for me is also remember, when you're doing interviews, there's always gonna be that difficult question And you know what it's like, you ask that question and you go, ah, 
Well, the good news is to stop the panic in the brain is to remember to take a breath. It's amazing when this happens. When somebody asks you a difficult question, the taking a breath makes you sort of take a second and then you're able to answer it. And never kind of lie or do anything like that. Just answer honestly. It's absolutely fine. Whatever answer you to give will be the right answer because it's from you. And I suppose the third one for you, it's uh, following on from what I'm just saying, is that it's okay to talk about things that you've learned as well. Remember, we're all human beings. We all make mistakes. And actually, that's massive growth. And employers really want to hear about the challenges that you've been dealing with and how you actually deal with them. So you can talk about when something went wrong, what you did about it, and what you learned about it. So that's really brilliant. And it really shows you as a team person, shows about the energy that you have for the company and look after the challenges that you will definitely get in the future. So those are my top tips for you for right now. But just remember, even if you don't get that job, you are still a superstar. It just means that you're going to get another place that really gets you and understands you. And then you are going to grow into a, have a fabulous career. I hope that helps. I'm here to help in any way I can. I think it's marvelous what you're doing and I wish you good luck for the future. See you soon. Well, that's all we have today. Thank you for listening. In our next episode, we shall discuss what does an executive assistant do on the first day in the office? We would love to hear from you. Please like and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And why not share your thoughts with us on our LinkedIn page, The Crody Files, or visit craigandjody.com. I'm Craig Bryson. And I'm Jody Mears. And, and together, together we, we are, are The, the Crody, Crody Files. Files. This episode was brought to you by Autograph Events, our sponsor.